This radio show is a paid placement. Live the next chapter of your life on your terms. Stay tuned for the latest on retirement planning, tax strategies, and other financial news to grow your nest egg. This is Retire Right with Sean Mueller, powered by Mueller Retirement Planning. Let's get this party started, huh? Thanks for joining us on Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm James Parker, his co-host, and each and every week, me and Sean get together to fill your head with all these juicy little nuggets that get you ready for retirement. It could be about investing or Social Security or taxes or what's going on with the latest legislation pouring out of D.C. or Lansing or wherever. Whatever it takes to get you ready for retirement, that's what Sean Mueller's all about, his day job. He's CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning, and he shares some of the great info he picks up there with you on the weekends. That's what this show is all about. So welcome back, Sean. You ready to get started? Ready to get started. Good to be back. All right. Uh, just on a, a note, because this isn't directly associated with retirement planning, but I noticed this tends, this seems to be a trend with a lot of retirees in my neighborhood. My wife has this going to a tennis club, and this is this is a new experience for me. I'm a bumpkin, right? And I've noticed at the tennis club that they have repainted a few of the tennis courts into pickleball courts. They take out the big net in the middle, and they put up four smaller nets. And I had never seen pickleball before. I had heard other people talk about it. And what I didn't know is it's a, just a grown-up, bigger version of ping pong. that You play with the wiffle ball, and instead of a racket with strings, you have this big wooden paddle, and it makes these ridiculous sounds, clunk, 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 clunk. And uh, it just seems to be uh, you're only allowed to play if you're over 50. <laughs> and, uh, and it's hugely popular. Have, have you seen pickleball? I've actually seen it on TV. There's like celebrities now starting to invest in these teams, which is nuts. But I haven't played myself. Uh, I was going to play a couple of weeks ago. Didn't end up making it out. But uh, I definitely want to play. Wait, are you saying, did you say celebrities are investing in teams? Oh, yeah. They're investing in teams. I think uh, recently, what was it, Tom Brady uh, invested in a pickleball team? I cannot believe this. Okay, so so I did some looking up because when I see pickleball, you know, and hear about it from my friends. It's not real. And then when I see it with my own eyes, well, now I'm interested. Now it's now it's come into my world proper. And so I was looking it up in pickleball. It, it's not just me. It's literally the fastest growing sport in the United States. Uh, the attendance for pickleball events increased by 113 percent from 2020 to 2022. So even in, you know, the sort of pandemic lockdown where things were being ground to a halt, pickleball was taking off. Uh, but it comes with some downsides, Sean. Uh, did you see this link I sent you in the middle of the week talking? To I you? did, and there's several downsides. I actually seen a story on, uh, I think it was a real sports where it just drives people crazy with the with the noise, the back and forth. So like maybe you uh, bought a place at a country club like in Florida or whatever, and they converted the tennis courts into pickleball courts. And you're like, oh, great, we're close to the tennis courts. Well, now you're just hearing the the smack over and over of that wiffle ball, and it's driving people absolutely insane. It is so loud. It is. It's noticeably loud. Clonk, 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 clonk. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna get out and play eventually. But yeah, to your point, there are some interesting facts. Th th so this is what they're they're projecting for this year. They're projecting sixty seven thousand ER visits, which is absolutely insane. This is all coming from playing pickleball. They're estimating about 4,700 hospitalizations. And and with the medical expenses alone for that, they're, they're thinking it's going to be about $377 million on medical expenses due to pickleball injuries. And 90% of these injuries are coming from those that are over 50 years old. 
So blowing out knees and whatever else, who knows, rotator cuffs. But, uh, you know. Well, I like that's that because it reinforces my suspicions. But also keep in mind that I'm assuming these injuries are, are relatively minor. It's not like the NFL where you can be paralyzed or, uh, you know, have CTE. You know, these, these are people tearing their meniscus or tweaking their back, you know, not to minimize their injuries. But these aren't brutal football injuries. It just sounds like it's expensive. Yeah, very expensive. And, you know, if you're retired and unexpected knee surgery, depending on your plan, medical plan, I mean, you could be paying quite a bit out of pocket. So it's like another thing that you got to really pay attention to that you really may have not have been, you know, putting funds aside, you know, for for that event. But look, when you're 60 plus and you're trying to cut on that pickleball court, look out, the knee might give out. And uh, Sean, the other article I sent you this week, is this survey i thought it was interesting because we've talked about just batting around the idea of you know will a million dollars give you enough money enough assets to maintain your standard of living in retirement and you know the answer to that is probably but still depends and this survey was really close to that i don't know if everyone heard that show in america but there there was a survey that says the uh, americans believe they would need around 1.27 million dollars in order to retire comfortably and let me not minimize that 0.27. That's $100,270,000. And people are iffy about that. For for me, it sounds like, oh, that that's a whole lot of money. But then you do some math. It's, it, uh, over a 30-year retirement, that's forty grand a year. That's supposed to maintain my standard of living. So I'm not sure what to think about this survey, Sean. I think you said $100,270,000 when you were going to break it down. Oh, one million two hundred. Yeah, yeah, I think you were going to break it down into a smaller number, and I think you said a hundred million, but whatever. Yeah. So, so basically, I don't like when people just throw out like these big numbers of what they think they might need in retirement, and 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 this study's great. Like, like you were saying, one point two seven million dollars was what people felt on average they were going to need. But what was more interesting, and I really like to look at the different age groups because they took a look in here and they they pulled people ages in their twenties all the way through their seventies. And what I thought was funny is when you pull people that are in their 20s, they thought they only were going to need $1.2 million for retirement, which is it just goes to show how naive they are as far as finances and everything else go. But then you got the, the people that are a little bit closer to retirement, those that are in their 50s, and they're like, no, we need uh, about $1.6 million for retirement. So you could see there's a, there's a pretty big difference there. I just thought that was kind of cool. But I just don't like putting a, a, a number on what you need or or what's comfortable. There's so many other things that go into uh, you know how much you're you're potentially going to need in retirement, what you're spending, and all of that. And a lot of times it's it's not just the number; it's how that number makes you feel overall. Because you might not even need that much, or you might need more. But how does that make you feel? So I wouldn't necessarily put a certain number on what you might need, especially if you haven't done the work to come up with a potential number that you might need. It gets a lot more complex than just, okay, the $1.27 million, how do I not run out of that? It really depends on what you do with it now on where you're going to be with that money in 30 years. Yeah. And getting a head start on the game is, is key. So not waiting till a year or two when you're going to retire to actually sit down with somebody and go over things. So, you know, doing it now before if you got 10 years prior to retirement awesome so just sit down with a professional and go over things and then you could start to maybe 
get those things together as far as, all right, how much am I spending? What does this all look like? You add inflation on that. Okay. Then it's going to, the magic number, I guess, might be, you know, X amount. But, you know, how long do you plan on working for? We know the baby boomers basically are looking to work the longest right now about, till about 71 years old. Uh, you have your Gen Xers who plan to work roughly till age 65. When mo- mo- you talk to millennials, they're thinking 63, Gen X, 60. It's starting to get, you, what, the funny thing is, we're, we're most of us anywhere are starting to live longer and longer. But when you talk to people about retiring, it, the at which age is getting earlier and earlier. So what does that mean? Well, you're going to have to have more money saved because you're going to have to generate that income for a longer period of time. Uh, Gen Z is way optimistic thinking they're going to retire at age 60. And because at age 60, you know, when they turn age 60, healthcare is going to be way better. Being 60 will be like being 45 now. And not just retiring at age 60. Uh, with that other poll, they only think they're going to need $1.2 million to retire. I mean- they're pretty naive. I'll tell. I'll tell. I'll say that. Wake up, kiddos. So, yeah. how do you see people sort of throttle back their monthly expenses with without affecting their standard of living too much? Yeah. So everybody's going to be a little different, but if you know, let's just say you're somebody that maybe you have a boat. All right. Maybe you're not using that boat enough to justify having it. So that might be a good place to to say, look, maybe we should sell the boat. Or uh, you don't really utilize the country club anymore. I mean, just those two alone, it, that could save you a huge amount of money in retirement. Um, maybe you slow down on extravagant vacations. I know when folks first retire, they like to take that that one or two big vacations, which is great, but you can't always continue to take those vacations. So maybe you just take a couple of smaller ones and save there. So for those that are you know spend quite a bit on that sort of stuff, those are the bigger things that you got to take a look at. Do we really need those? How is that going to affect our social life and all of that? Um, but, you know, for those other folks that might not have a boat, you know, belong to a country club, taking crazy vacations, maybe you just got to look at, hey, do we need this this house right now, this big house? Maybe it's a, a five-bedroom house that you, that you don't need. So maybe you, you downgrade your house, you know, you, you have a smaller house, smaller expenses for the house. Maybe you're somebody that you have that second home, but you don't utilize it enough. Like here in Michigan, a lot of folks have places up north or on the west side of the state, and you can rent those out, especially in the summer. And I know, personally know folks that are making a lot of money by renting that out in the summer. It's crazy what people are getting right now by renting those, you know, uh, even if it's close to a lake, not even off a lake, they're really making quite a bit of extra money. So that can help you right there. Uh, And then, you know, you have those other folks that potentially, you know, you don't have the extra home or all that. You find a a part time job that, you know, is a little bit more fun than what your your full time job used to be, something that you can go in and enjoy a little bit, whatever that may be. The big downsize is the house. Usually that's my biggest expense. And if all of a sudden I have to live on half of the income that I'm making now, one of the things I could do is shed this big house, you know, with this big land and these big property taxes. And every time the air conditioner breaks or whatever, it's on me and go back to living in a little apartment. I lived in a little apartment when I was in my twenties. I could, I could go back to that. You know, once the kids are gone, I don't need all this room. Yeah. And I know that's hard for folks. Maybe they uh, raise their kids in that house. So it's very sentimental to them. They don't want to, you know, go to the, either uh, an apartment or a smaller home or whatever, but it could be huge. Uh, If you're talking about cutting your home expenses in half, whether it be your electric bill, water bill, 
your taxes, you name it, cutting that in half by by just, you know, downsizing, that's huge for your retirement. Think about that. If maybe you can do that five years or 10 years prior than maybe you thought, because a lot of folks say, look, you know, maybe it's a two-story house. At some point, realistically, we're going to have to sell the home. And, and they're thinking maybe they're not going to have to do that until they're 80. Well, maybe you do that at 70. You get ahead of it. That way you save expenses for those 10 years. So that's a good place to, to really start because like to your point, that's most people's biggest expense overall is, is their home and the upkeep. What happens if you need a new roof? These are things that people don't factor in. Uh, you know, in retirement, paying an additional ten, fifteen thousand dollars on a new roof, or what happens if you have a, a a flood or something like that? You know, what type of homeowners insurance do you have? So these are all the things that you need to look at. These are all things that we can help you look at when you come in and sit down with us. All right, that's Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning. If you got a question for Sean, or maybe you want to uh, get on board with this process called the Mueller Map. It's 248-988-9696. You can go to the website, MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. But for a lot of people, it's going to start with getting a a free copy of his book. All you got to do is text the word book, 248-988-9696. The website, MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. I'm James Parker. I'll be right back with more Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Turn your plans of yesterday into yes today. Don't wait another day for a routine checkup of your retirement plans. Text right to 248-988-9696. That's R-I-G-H-T to 248-988-9696. Have you saved enough? What are you going to do with Social Security? What will your taxes look like in retirement? Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning believes retirement planning should be easy and you should be able to get all the information you need in one place. That's why Sean and his team created the Retire Right Pack, a comprehensive resource for your retirement. In it, you'll find a copy of his book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. This book will help guide you through retirement with insight on taxes, social security, income, and much more. To get your Retire Right Pack, text Right to 248-988-9696. In addition to the book, you'll also receive updated resources on retirement's most common concerns. Get your Retire Right Pack from Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning now by texting Right to 248-988-9696. That's Right to 248-988-9696. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Hi, this is Sean Mueller, founder and CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's program. I just want to let you know that you can now take Retire Right with you on the go. We are now listed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Whether you're driving, running errands, or working around your home, you can listen to Retire Right wherever you get your podcasts. That's Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Thanks again. Now back to the show. You seem like a drum guy to me. I do own a drum set, but that's just, I don't have enough friends to make a band, so I end up having to play everything myself. Playing instruments, yeah, I've got other passions. I bet you're really good with the spreadsheet, and that is far more valuable than acoustic guitar. Yeah, so maybe in retirement, I will pick up a new hobby and try new things. And I'll try and do some tax planning. We've made it back. This is Retire Right, brought to you by Mueller Retirement Planning. Hey there, welcome back. This is Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm your co-host, James Parker, and we're just in the middle of another great show. We're filling your head with anything it takes to make you better prepared for retirement. 
And one of the things that is the saving grace of so many people when it comes to retirement planning is getting an inheritance. And, you know, we've done shows where you talk about what, what happens if you come across a lump sum, like when in the lottery or for some people they get a pension buyout offer. It's, it's a similar answer here, but this is the most likely scenario on how you're going to get a big lump sum. You're probably not going to win the lottery. You're probably not going to have a pension buyout. But a lot of us are going to inherit a lump sum. And if you do this right, you can set yourself up for life. If you do it wrong, you can squander it all in just a few years. Absolutely. And that also goes to what you want to do when you pass away and you know whoever inherits your money. These are things that you need to start thinking about as well. But let's just stick on you getting this lump sum, this inheritance. Obviously, somebody close to you passed away. It's a very somber feeling, but you got a little bit of money here. What do you do with it? How do you invest it? So like theoretically, let's just say you got, you inherited a million bucks. Well, first of all, you got to start thinking of tax consequences. What type of money did you inherit? Was it non-qualified money? So money that, uh, that isn't in your uh, qualified plans, IRA, uh, 401k, that sort of thing. Because if it's in an IRA, or just start considering the government taking roughly 30% of it. So now you have a million dollars that you inherited it. You got about seven seven hundred thousand dollars. All right. Now let's say we want to generate income off of that seven hundred thousand dollars. So let's just take the basic four percent rule. So four percent of seven hundred thousand is twenty eight thousand dollars per year that you would generate off of that money. So this just gives you an idea of what you can start, you know, generating and and living off of. So you don't want to come out right away because we all do. You inherit some money. It takes a little bit of the the pressure off of yourself. But you want to, you know, go on that huge vacation. You want to buy that new car. or Maybe you even want to put a big down payment on a house. But you got to start thinking about taxes right off the bat. What is Uncle Sam going to take from me? And what if I didn't buy all of this stuff? What could I generate as far as income off of it? Now, once you have that twenty-eight thousand off of that, is it worth going on a huge vacation? Is it worth buying a new car? Because then potentially that twenty-eight thousand turns into, okay, maybe I can only generate 20000 a year now off of this money because I spent too much of it. So, you know, before you start spending all of this stuff, sit down with somebody and go over what potential options there are for you, maybe uh, tax savings, that sort of stuff. Well, the brutal part was the taxes right off the top. And that sounds exactly like the, the lottery situation. You, know, you might win a million dollars in the lottery, but you're only going to go home with like 600000 or whatever. Uh, so that that's not too different, but not all tax, not all money you inherit is going to be taxed the same. Uh, wh what are the rules for these different classifications of money that uh, the guy listening might inherit? Yeah. So basically, if you inherit, say, your your mom's IRA, for instance, uh, traditional IRA, you're getting taxed dollar for dollar. So if you're pulling 20 grand a year off of that, you're paying taxes on 20 grand a year. If it's a Roth IRA, you're pulling money off of that and you inherited a Roth, you're not paying taxes on that. If it's a non-qualified account, so maybe it's a brokerage account that your mom uh, had some stocks and bonds in there. She took money maybe from her uh, checking and savings account and created a, a brokerage account. Uh, you're, you're supposed to get a step up in cost basis. So that would actually help you as far as taxes go. So instead of maybe your mom bought a certain stock at $5 a share, and then when you inherited it, that $5 a share stock is now $15 a share. Now, if your mom sold it, she would pay capital gains on that on that from $5 to $15. 
but upon her passing away in that account, you inherit that at $15. So if you sell that basically immediately when you inherit it, you really aren't paying taxes on that. So you got to understand what type of accounts you are inheriting and what does that mean for you overall? What about the rule of thumb? Oh, okay, let's not look at how much money I'm going to, to have in my lump sum. Let, let's look at how much I can generate as far as income. If I can get to the point to where whatever source it's coming from, I can get to 80% of my income it, as it is now. Is that enough to keep it going? Could I get by on just 70% of the income that I'm making during my working years in retirement? What, what do you see that number as? And that's a great question. And for some, for a lot of folks, I will say, yes, if you're getting into that 70 to 80%, um, you're able to generate that in retirement from what you're making now, that could be a good goal. Now, to be honest, everybody's lifestyle is going to be different. In my opinion, I don't feel like when I retire that my lifestyle is necessarily going to go down. I actually feel like it might go up a little bit. Uh, I'm going to want to travel more, uh, maybe spend half the year somewhere warmer than Michigan, you know, in, in the in the winter. Uh, maybe at that time I'll have some grandkids. I don't know what state they're going to live in. Maybe I'm going to want to travel to see them, or maybe I want to pay for them to come see their mom and me or, or their grandma and me, right? So it's hard to say for sure 70 to 80%. Again, I, there's there's people that spend, they end spending more in retirement. It's not a bad goal to have. It's not a bad goal to say, look, we're kind of enjoying our, our you know current lifestyle. Uh, we make this amount, let's just say uh, we get to a point where we're able to cover, you know, 80% of, of our income of what we would be uh, spending now. I, I would say it's a, it's a decent goal to have, but all of these rules of thumb and all of that, they're just basic rules. Uh, everybody's going to be completely different. All right. That's Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning. Uh, a lot of this is covered in the book when you're talking about how much you should be putting at risk. And, you know, some of the other rules of thumb that we've talked about on the show is the, the rule of 100, where you take 100, subtract your age, and that's how much of your money should be at risk. But, you know, there's a lot you should do because, you know, if you're 60, only 40% of your money should be at risk. Even if you do follow that money, what do you do with the other 60%? And these these are some of the questions you answer, Sean. Absolutely. And that rule of 100, what you say, you have 100, say you're 60, uh, you take that out, 40% should be geared towards risk. But here's the thing. Everybody views risk differently. What what does that really mean? Does that mean 40% of your money should be in the stock market? Well, some folks don't even consider bonds as, uh, as, as risk. But as we all know, you can talk to the people last year in 2022 when they lost anywhere from 14 to 16% in their bond portfolio as it went down. So, you know, it depends on what you define actually as risk. So, and, and you know, a, uh, an actual retirement plan should, you, you need risk in there. You need your money to grow, but you also need principal protection in there. You want to continue to make at least a certain amount on your money each and every year to, to outpace inflation. Uh, and then I always hear people say, well, all right, so uh, the the money that I don't have in the market, okay, that's not at risk. It's It's at the bank. If you guys remember, we recently had some bank failures happen, and guess who bailed them out? The American people. That's us. Well, how do you do that? Well, they take our tax money to bail these people out, and now they're talking about uh, basically 
instead of a $250,000 um, FDIC limit, they're talking about negotiating an, a, a, an endless one. There's no limit. The American uh, government is going to be there to bail every single person, every single bank rather that goes under. So how do you, how do you get that money? You raise taxes. So again, this all comes around managing, you know, your taxes. And if you inherit this money, making sure that you can get this money tax free. So just be careful as far as the risk you're taking, what, what type of risk that is and paying too much in taxes. All right, that's Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning, 248-988-9696. If you want to get a complimentary copy of that book he's been talking about, it's his book. You text the word book to 248-988-9696. Someone will get back to you and be like, did you want this book? 248-988-9696. The website's MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. We'll be right back with more Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Reserve a complimentary copy of Sean Mueller's book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. Simply text the word book to 248-988-9696. That's book to 248-988-9696. From the pitch swung at a little too soon. Strike three, you're out. To the joke told at the wrong time. To barely missing your connecting flight. This is the final boarding call for flight 109 to Chicago. Timing is everything. The same can be true for your social security benefits. Take them too soon and you could leave a lot of money on the table. Take them too late and you might spend down too much of your savings. Everybody's situation is different, but taking your social security benefits at the right time is important for your retirement success. Sean Mueller and his team at Mueller Retirement Planning understands social security and can help you make decisions that are best for you. Call 248 988-9696 to start optimizing your benefits today. That's 248-988-9696. Timing is everything. So don't delay. Call Sean Mueller and his team now, 248-988-9696. Firm is not affiliated with the U.S. government. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Errors when you're playing a game means, oh no, you're going to lose. Errors when you're talking about your finances means thousands of dollars. Yeah, you don't want to just throw away thousands of dollars, flush it down the toilet and just give it to the government and let them kind of blow it on frivolous stuff. Yeah, you know what? I think they get enough of my money, Sean. I believe they probably do and I feel the same way. Welcome back to Retire Right with Sean Mueller and co-host James Parker. Hey there, welcome back. This is Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm your co-host, James Parker, and we've been talking about what do you do when you get this big lump sum for retirement? Whether you've saved it yourself, maybe you inherited a lump sum, maybe you had a pension buyout, maybe you had a lottery ticket. Uh, I want to focus on not how we got to the lump sum in this segment, but how to take that lump sum once we have it and turn it into that monthly income. In fact, I think I would like to stick with the the 1st and 15th system that I've grown accustomed to in my working years. And I don't know what most people will do to set it up, but I imagine there's got to be some sort of process to where it, it it's almost seamless to where I still get money twice a month, just like I did. But how do I make that happen? How do I turn this lump of money into the monthly paycheck? Yeah. Well, you need to set up the, the proper buckets. So you need protection in there and that can come from various things, but you're, you're talking, you know, checking savings, there's other protection. You most definitely need to have a, your growth bucket. We need your money to continue to grow and outpace inflation. 
And that could be, you know, in, in the stock market. So we know that's going to be taking on a little bit more risk. And over a long period of time, you should get rewarded for that risk. You also need to set up the proper income bucket. And that could be anything from, you, that could include some bond income. It can include some real estate investment trust income, maybe some close-end funds, uh, annuity income, things like that. And you need liquidity. So you need to be able to have money that you can get to quick where you don't have to necessarily sell investments that might be invested in the stock market or you sell investments that you might get penalized for taking money out. So you need a proper balance of all of those. And that I, I would say that's the, the foundation. That's what you need to start with if you inherit you know, some of these monies that we've been talking about today. All right. So the people like me who know nothing about this and they walk into sort of this do-it-yourself attempt to turn their life's work into monthly income and retirement, what are what what mistakes do you see people like myself making? Yeah, I, I would say uh, one of the number one is is volatility. Uh, most folks don't understand how volatility will affect not only the growth of your portfolio over time, but the income you're going to be able to generate over time. If you're having a year like we did in in uh, 2022, and you're pulling the income that you need out of your portfolio as it continues to go down every month, and it's it's detrimental to your overall retirement because it's going to be really hard if sometimes impossible to make that ground back up. So now you're living off of less income because it's less income you're able to generate off your portfolio. And I would say uh, another mistake would would be most folks don't know where their income's actually going to come from in retirement. Meaning, you know, they know they're going to get social security income, someone will get pension income, but they don't understand how and where you're generating that off of their actual investments. Just because you have monies invested in the market or whatever it is, doesn't necessarily mean you should be taking income off at that time. So you need to understand where and when you're going to take income off of each one of these different investments that you have. And then you want to understand you know, how you're going to get taxed on them. Are you getting taxed dollar for dollar? Is it your IRA monies? Is it tax-free monies? So understand when to start pulling off of, you know, your taxable dollars, your tax-free dollars. I would say this basically comes to a, a client's story. One time a, a prospect had come in and we sat down and I was, you know, going over everything and, and they had an annuity and they said, yeah, this is where I'm getting the majority of my income is off of this annuity. And I said, all right, well, great, you know, n not a bad place to, to get income, but how are you going to keep up with inflation? You're 60 years old. You have longevity in your family. You're, you, you might live easily to your 90 or even later than that. So you're going to turn this annuity on when you're 60 and it's going to pay you $40,000 a year. Well, guess what? When you're 80 and 90, it's still only going to pay you $40,000 a year. You're going to get eaten up by inflation. And they didn't understand that. They didn't understand that they're never going to get a raise on that income. And that completely affected their overall retirement plan because of that. They thought, hey, I'm just going to continue to get increases. I've gotten guarantees on this annuity over the years. I'll continue to get guarantees on it. And that's just not how they work. And you need to understand what you have and how it actually works because it could be detrimental. Well, see, this is a lot of stuff that the, the do-it-yourself investor doesn't know and you can't blame him. He hasn't set up retirement plans before you have. Uh, we're talking with Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning, 248-988-9696. If you have a question for him at the office, uh, you can also reach him at his website, MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. 
So when do you start this process? What's the best time to start? Because look, when you get out of college and you're in your 20s, sure, you're probably putting some money in a 401k or whatever. But when do I get on the phone and I call a financial advisor and say, listen, this is getting too big. I need you to help me with this. Yeah. And I would say a good sweet spot cushion wise, 10 years before before you retire. I think that's great. I just sat down with someone that took the buyout from General Motors. He's 53 years old. Now he's able to take those funds, roll it over into an IRA, and now have basically the investment universe to look at instead of just uh, you know being stuck potentially in his 401k. So he plans to work for another 10 to 12 years. So there's things that we can do now with that rollover money that can allow it to grow for the next 10 to 12 years that is going to generate a sufficient amount of income for his retirement. So, you know, 53, perfect time, a job change that allow you to to potentially look at other things outside your 401k could be a great time. But if you plan to retire at that 65 age, I mean, you need to be talking to somebody at 55. If you plan to retire at, at 60, hey, a good time might be 50 years old to come in. So at least 10 years out would be a really good starting place. Yeah, I think it's interesting that you put a time horizon on that because uh, I would think, you know, I, I'm not even serious about my retirement planning until I get to six figures. And, and I'm thinking once I get to $100,000, I haven't gotten help by then. I think that would be a good trigger for it. Uh, is there a size of assets that might require the help of a financial advisor versus time well, horizon? Well, it's funny that you say that. I was going back to our, our earlier uh, discussion about the, the survey that was taken um, with how much folks think they're going to need in retirement. And I was looking at that and, and the average. Now, this is average, okay? For the folks that are in their 60s, the average uh, retirement account size is $112,000. In their 70s, the average is roughly about $114,000. Now, remember, we said... Uh, the what folks felt like they needed was 1.27 million dollars to retire and and the average is significantly less than that so yes to your point when you start and it depends on your age too and and you know are you uh putting into your 401k and what options are in your 401k that might be best for yourself but yeah when you start approaching that six figures it's probably a good time to say look I got $100,000. I just want to make sure that I'm protecting this money. I'm going to continue to grow this money. Is there something that I'm not doing that I could be doing that can pay dividends in the future? So yeah, you know, even if you're you're not at that uh, 50, 55, 60 age, but you, you got to that $100,000 mark, might be a good time to sit down and just say, look, this is what I got. What, what do you think I might be able to do or what should I do with this money? So tell me about the process of picking a financial advisor. I just don't call the first guy I Google. I don't just call you because I heard you on the radio. You're not going to be a perfect fit for everyone. So how do you whittle down which financial professional you should trust with such an important decision? Yeah, I'm of the opinion you you should talk to a a couple different uh, financial professionals, but you want to be able to have somebody that you really do connect with, you know, outside of just your, your finances and all of that. That way they can really start to understand your lifestyle and what you're looking for in retirement. And you guys have a few things in common. Um, but having good rapport with, with an advisor and, and and somebody that can look outside of just certain products and that. I know there's some folks in this industry that just concentrate on insurance 
in in the insurance world. There's some folks that only concentrate on investing in the stock market. In my opinion, you should be sitting down with somebody that's well-rounded, that has the opportunity to look at everything that's available out there. There's there's a reason why all of these different products exist, whether it's uh, index universal life insurance, uh, you know, fixed index annuities, stocks and bonds, all of that. There's a reason why there's so many different things out there. They're not all right for everyone, but you know, two, three, four different things could be right for you and it can make all the difference in your retirement. Tell them how, uh, how much of this is covered in your book and why this might be the first step they're looking for. Because when you're picking out a retirement advisor, isn't it nice to have their book in your hand and you can read through it and sort of get an idea of what Sean Mueller's uh, approach is? And, and don't you wish you could get that from all the guys, but you can do that with Sean and it won't even cost you anything. That's right. And everything that we talk about on this show, for the most part, uh, there, there's something in the book that, that you can go into a little bit more detail in the book and read about it again, about maybe long-term care alternatives and investing in the market, social security, Medicare, you name it. All this stuff is in the book. It's very helpful. It's going to give you an education as you're reading the book. That way, when you do come in for an appointment, you, you know, you're, you're pretty well educated by going through the book and, and reading up. You understand what's going on and what some of your needs might be. So, you know, get the book. I think it's going to be very helpful for folks. And, and again, I want to educate you. And then when you come in for that first meeting, you know a lot of the questions to, to ask me. All right. That's Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning. Text the word book, 248-988-9696, 248-988-9696. It's the same number to, to do a voice call as well, 248-988-9696. Or you can remember the website, MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. I'm James Parker. We'll be right back with more Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Reserve a complimentary copy of Sean Mueller's book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. Simply text the word book to 248-988-9696. That's book to 248-988-9696. Have you saved enough? What are you going to do with Social Security? What will your taxes look like in retirement? Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning believes retirement planning should be easy and you should be able to get all the information you need in one place. That's why Sean and his team created the Retire Right Pack, a comprehensive resource for your retirement. In it, you'll find a copy of his book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. This book will help guide you through retirement with insight on taxes, social security, income, and much more. To get your Retire Right Pack, text Right to 248-988-9696. In addition to the book, you'll also receive updated resources on retirement's most common concerns. Get your Retire Right Pack from Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning now by texting Right to 248-988-9696. That's Right to 248-988-9696. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Hi, this is Sean Mueller, founder and CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's program. I just want to let you know that you can now take Retire Right with you on the go. We are now listed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Whether you're driving, running errands, or working around your home, you can listen to Retire Right wherever you get your podcasts. That's Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Thanks again. Now back to the show. 
Hey there, welcome back. This is Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm your co-host, James Parker. And let's talk about your book, Sean. Finally got a coffee. Uh, how long is this, is this out? Or is this even technically out yet? Did I get an advanced copy or is this available to the public? <laughs> you probably did get an advanced copy, but I know you can now go on Amazon and, and get your own copy. All right, Retire Right with Sean Mueller. First edition. Uh, this is the first book you've ever written? Yeah. Yes, it is. It was uh, it was a process to say the least. But, uh, you know, what I really like doing is is educating people. And that's what you get when you come in and sit down with us. We're not just telling you, hey, this is what you you should and need to do. We want to educate you in the process. So at the end of the day, you can make the best educated decision for yourself. See, I like the whole author gig because you write one book and for the rest of your life, you can be Sean Mueller, retirement planner, author, father, you know, whatever. You just throw an author in, yeah. in your title, like uh, like you're a king or a doctor or something. But uh, it, it's a pretty thick book here. This is not something you're going to read in like an hour or two. Looks like you put a little bit of work on it here. Uh, do you feel like you put too much in this book? If, if I read all this book, why do I need you? That's right. I, d I do give quite a bit of information on it. I, I mean, we're talking about, you know, Social Security, Medicare, estate planning and legacy, things like that. So we do have quite a bit in this book. And I think it's just, you know, knowledge is power and it's going to help everybody make a better sound decision for themselves. And ultimately, that's why I'm here. And that's why Mueller Retirement Planning is here is so we can educate and we can help you make those decisions. Because when you go in and you sit with somebody and you're, you might be intimidated, you know, this isn't your, your world. You don't know the questions to ask. You don't really know what certain investments are. You don't know the difference between, you know, a fixed index annuity and a variable annuity and things like that. And those are the things that we're talking about in this book. That way you do have that knowledge. And, and that way, when you do sit down with somebody and maybe you meet with them the first time or even the second time, and it's not us, you can always go back to, to my book and say, you know what? He mentioned something about, you know, uh, index universal life. What exactly is that? And then you can go and look it up, read about it, educate yourself on it. You know, we give pros and cons to, to all of these things. So it's a really good read. Uh, and really, I think, you know, it's probably good for some of your kids to read as well. Uh, you definitely don't have to be 40, 50, 60 years old. This is something you can give your your teenager your your 25 year old where they can get some really solid information out of here that can potentially change their life well it looks like the front half of the book really the first two-thirds of the book seem like it would it could be used as like a reference guide or sort of a, a glossary of sorts for when you are meeting if you do meet with sean and you go through the first meeting or two uh you know this gives you a chance to where questions that are going to come up with everyone this gives you something to point on here's the general answer and if you want to you know, n know any further, just go to, you know, that, that section of my book. Cause something like, like Medicare, everyone's going to have to come up with uh, that decision around their birthday. What parts are, are available? What do you choose? You know, that's something you're going to have to go over with everyone, but it's a boring, slow, tedious conversation. And something you it, look, if you want to know about all that, go look at the book. It's a lot to explain and it's not very entertaining. Just go whenever you get a chance and get a get some caffeine of some sort and sit down with that section of the book. Yeah, absolutely. We're also talking about, you know, uh, the difference between men and women and and how, 
you know, they should approach investing, you know, knowing that, you know, your traditional married couple, male and, and female, uh, for the most part, males predecease uh, their their spouse. And what does that mean to your surviving spouse? It, it, you know, your wife that could live, you know, five, 10, 15 years easily longer, longer than you. How does she have to approach investing? And how is that different than maybe you would uh, approach investing? So these are all the things that we're touching on. I think it's very important that everybody reads a copy of the book. Right. And guys, don't get all abrasive like, oh, there's a whole section on widows, but not not for widowers. Well, you know what we mean. It works the same in reverse. And when at 80 percent of the marriages, the woman outlives the men. That's why Sean takes a focus on that. But uh, yeah, that's the back half of the book. Like the front half of the book is is rules and black and white. And here's the different doorways and paths that you have. But the that back third of the book is really uh, subjective and and you know, the concepts are, are, are much bigger, you know, estate planning, widowhood, charity. You know, these aren't things that fit eas- easily into a spreadsheet, but they're still covered in the book. Yeah, we actually touch on finding a financial professional and, and all those sorts of things. You know, pensions, uh, a lot of a lot of folks, you know, that are retiring now, they're basically the end of the generation with the pensions. What do you do? A lot, a lot of them say, you know, I have this lump sum option. How does it compare to collecting income forever? What percentage survivorship might I take? You know, if, if you're getting a pension and you pass away, how much will your uh, your surviving spouse get? So these are all the things that we're touching on. We're talking about. I think we add a little bit more clarity on all of these things for folks that just aren't sure how to answer those questions. All right. So the other thing that this book covers really well is the programs from the government. They have the most tedious rules when it comes to Social Security, Medicare. For some people, they're going to need Medicaid as well. And it makes just for awful radio to go too deep in the weeds on some of these subjects. But these are important subjects and these are huge as as far as the dollar amount and, and the impact it's going to have on you. These are huge decisions. And the book is something you can point to when people come looking for answers that we just can't do on the radio. Yep. And, you know, it talks about delaying your Social Security compared to taking it early. What might make more sense for yourself, depending on your situation, spousal benefits, how to, you know, a lot of folks don't understand how spousal benefits work when your spouse passes away, which Social Security stays, which Social Security goes away. These are all the things that the book will help answer for you. Something else I know is, is you have a whole section here on taxes. Uh, and so you go through the taxes section, but then you're not done with taxes because taxes pop up when you get to the income phase. To, there's a discussion on taxes when it comes to your Social Security. There's a section in taxes on your 401ks and IRAs, on annuities, on estate planning. Taxes are everywhere in this book. Yep. Always taxes, taxes, taxes. It doesn't matter where you look. It's always taxes. How much am I going to pay? How much do I keep? That's the thing. I want you to keep all of your money if you can, right? But you got to start understanding, learning, and educating yourself on taxes. Where where do we all think? I always ask this. Where do you think taxes are going to be going in the next 20 years? And everybody says they think they're going up. So why aren't we planning for that? Instead of waiting you know, 10, 15 years and go, you know what? I should have started planning for that. Or now I got to take my required minimum distribution. And the government is, is taking you know, 30 or 40% of my required minimum distribution, it's driving me up in such a high tax bracket. Well, why don't you get ahead of the game and start maybe doing some Roth conversions, things like that, 
That way you can create that tax-free income. That way you can reduce your future required minimum distribution. All right. Who needs to get this book? I, you know, I would guess it's someone, I, I like your retirement red zone of, of 10 years within retirement, but I'm, I'm someone who plans on working until at least age 70, if not 75. I mean, I'm talking to a microphone. I could do this forever. So if I'm going to retire at 75, I should probably get on this maybe before age 65. I would absolutely agree. If you're somebody, you know, in your 50s, 55, pick up this book. I think it could save you not only just potential future monies as far as investing, taxes and that sort of thing, but I think it can save you a lot of frustration and time because you're going to get educated. You're going to understand what you need to start looking at as far as whether it's forms of insurance or different investments and the pros and cons to all of that sort of stuff. So if you're in your 50s and 60s, you should absolutely be reading this book. It's going to help educate you. It's going to help you make better financial decisions for you and your family. All right. That's Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning. The book is Retire Right. The name of the show is Retire Right. So it's all nice and, and streamlined there. Retire Right with Sean Mueller is this show. If you want Sean Mueller's book, Retire Right. It's the same phone number you call to, to make an appointment at the office, 248-988-9696. You can call that number and ask for the book. You can text the word book to that number and someone will reach out to you when we all get back to the office on Monday. Or you can go to the website, MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. All right, Sean, congratulations on becoming an author. Congratulations on your uh, book being available to the public. And I, I hope some people take you up on the offer and get their hands on a free copy. Thank you so much. Like you say, I can always put author now, add that to my name. So that that's never going to go away. I appreciate it. And I would love for folks to get their hands on this book. It's very educational. I really think there's a lot of value in here. So, you know, don't hesitate. Reach out. We'll get you your copy. Then you, when you come in for your first appointment, you guys are, are, are going to be ready to ask all the right questions. All right. I'm James Parker. This has been Retire Right with the financial advisor, radio host, and author, Sean Mueller. Retire Right is the name of our radio show. It is used solely for marketing purposes and should not be seen as a promise or guarantee of investment results or preservation of principle. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business, Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. Mueller Retirement Planning is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. AEWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. are not subject to investment advisor requirements. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as a sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Mueller Retirement Planning is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. This radio show is a paid placement.